everybody. Welcome back to the podcast and to the new listeners, welcome and thanks for tuning in to Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. And I'm your host, Nikki Lanigan. If you like this episode or any episodes, please rate it, do a review, subscribe to my channel, share my podcast, and make sure you tag me. On today's episode, it is a solo episode, one of those hodgepodge episodes again. We just had the spring equinox or spring solstice in the northern hemisphere, so happy spring, friends. (laughs) Um, What this means for myself and for yogis and yoga people um, it's a time for spring cleaning, but it's a time to like do this anyways in your life. Um, it's very symbolic to either start again or I like to imagine you're planting the seed of intention or new goals or goals that you had at the beginning of the year that haven't come into fruition yet. So you're planting the seed of intentions, ideas, hopes, and dreams that it will blossom and grow. So I like to decide what you want this spring, what you want to bring, what you want to manifest. I set some intentions, then I create three to five affirmations that I repeat daily I also like to do spring cleaning, not just for your home, but you should. You should work on areas of your house one week at a time, your pantry, closet, office. Um, But it's a perfect time to spring clean your body and your mind and your emotions too, along with your home. So take some time to look within, see what is old and out dated in your home and then see what you're holding on to that you no longer no longer need what beliefs or emotions are you holding on to and then with the new season you get to start fresh like I said before or you could start from the beginning planting something um, and then find balance in your life Since the days are going to, they're starting to become longer, um, it's lighter, longer, it's a great time to find balance in your life. Well, on the equinox, it's actually a balance. It's equal. The day and the night are equal length. So that's a good time to start um, finding balance in your life. Check your work and home life balance. It is usually out of whack for most people. I'm not going to say all people. I mean, some people are really good with this. It's really hard though. Um, So you really need to tune in and write it down. Check. Make sure everything's in balance. How much energy are you giving to other people? How much energy are you giving to yourself? Are you allowing yourself enough time for you? I like to do, I actually just did on Saturday when it was the spring um, equinox, I did a yoga flow on my private uh, Facebook group. 
please, if you'd like to join the private Facebook group, message me or email me and it is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. So just go and search in Facebook, Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and request to join. I share healthy tips, health, wellness, nutrition. I post free workouts and yoga flows. So I did a, I posted a yoga flow. And I really encourage people after they do this to journal what came up. So anything that came up and then release that. And then also set what you your intention was. Write that down. And your gratitude list. This is something I try to practice daily. List. You could start with three to five things. You could work your way up to ten. So you could do that. And um, this is a perfect time with the finding balance in your life to journal that. See, compare where you're out of whack, out of alignment. Um, it's a perfect time, you know, to look at all areas. So you could do that. And then, like I said, you could step on to your mat, do some yoga, do some sun salutations. And that's some ways we could um, do the spring, honor the spring, I should say, honor the spring solstice. So what else is going on in our lives? Some fun updates on Saturday. We also got a new puppy to join our other dog. We have our other dog is Coco. She is a multi-poo. And Fairbanks is our new dog. And he is a red, red fur, um, golden retriever, I think it's called. So we got Fairbanks. Getting used to that, having a puppy again. I will say Coco was very easy. She doesn't shed. Fairbanks doesn't really shed yet, but my allergies are going very, I don't want to say very crazy because that doesn't, that's not proper English. My allergies are kicking up, kicking in. But he is a sweetie. He likes to nuzzle. He's very playful. So we're getting used to that, to him crying at night, taking out during the night, all of that. Um, the dogs, well, I will say uh, Fairbanks trying to play with Coco, Coco not liking it. That's um, trying to get used to that. So that is something fun we have going on. Uh, you forget how tiring it is, though, and especially like I'm older older now than when we got Coco um something else oh let I'll check I'll t tell you I can't even talk um health updates so I had another I had two more doctor's appointments for my dizziness I did some hearing tests my ears seemed to be fine yesterday I actually had a online or telehealth um appointment with a neurologist so he seems to think it was never sinus infections that I was diagnosed with two different times and then antibiotics and steroids that I kept saying, I do not have a sinus infection. Well, he doesn't think it was that. Um, he thinks it could be, well, I have to get some more tests and then they want me to come in and uh, see me. He doesn't really think it's vertigo. He thinks it is dizziness and balance. At the beginning... At the, it was the end of January, beginning of February. I, 
I was constantly dizzy and it was like I was nauseous, going to throw up. When I shut my eyes, the whole world was spinning. That didn't last long. It's more so when I turn like positional. So when I turn my body, when I turn my head, when I go from sitting to standing, when I bend down. So they want to check some things, um, see if it's tight muscles in my neck and then affecting going all the way up, affecting my nerves. Could be stress and anxiety. So kind of crazy stuff. But then I also have to get stuff done, uh, do balance tests. So that's where I'm at there. I also have been doing um, these exercises. Uh, You lay on your bed or on something, you hang your head over and you turn your head from side to side. Uh, that, it makes me extremely dizzy, but the, it, the I don't want to say the theory, um, but it's supposed to, you retrain your brain, you retrain your body, I guess, everything, to recalibrate so then it won't be as dizzy when you're doing that. So my neighbor's a physical therapist, and he gave me uh, this to do. So I've been doing that, and that is that with my health. <laughs> I want to share some something I have <laughs> secretly did to my family, my husband, and kids, and then also um, what I am learning the past two weeks in my holistic health coach training and school and the lectures. But first, we will take a quick break from our sponsor, Anchor, and we will be right back. So for a while now, I've noticed I am really the only one that straightens up and cleans People leave their dishes in the sink. They don't take out the garbage in the kitchen. So I was going to see how long I could go without putting any dish, clearing dishes from the table, the family room, the garbage, and then no one did it. People kept pushing the garbage down. I, one night, I think it was last week, um, I picked up my oldest daughter from cheer, she has late night cheer practices. So we got home like it was almost 10 o'clock at night. My husband was already in bed and he left his bowl in the family room on the coffee, on the end table. And I, like, all the lights were off downstairs. And I said, oh, are you done with that bowl? I know it was super passive aggressive, but I was just to the point like, come on. Eventually, I finally put dishes in the sink, cleared the table, I I always do because I just can't stand a mess and clutter. This Sunday, my husband had his family over. My mother-in-law came over, my nieces, uh, sister-in-law, brother-in-law. And then my oldest daughter had some friends over too. And they both were cleaning and straightening up. And I'm thinking to myself, how, how can I get you guys to do this? Like every day besides when we have people coming over. I mean, it's great that when we have people coming over, you know, they all, everyone pitches in and straightens up, but I need it more often than once a month or not even once a month, like once every other month, once every two months. Um, So I really need 
listeners, tips and tricks. How do you do this? I know I need to be more assertive and set boundaries. I know this. I feel like I'm that person that I hold things in. I do it, I do it, I do it. And then randomly, like once, twice, maybe three times a year, I explode. Um, But I need your tips and tricks. How do you get people to help you clean and straighten up? And stay on top of it so you don't feel like you're the only one doing it. Another thing, and I think this is kids these days. My mother-in-law and I were talking about this. They just don't pick up. They'll go in their room. They'll try on clothes. They leave it on the ground. They don't fold it back up, put it in their drawer. I don't know. Maybe kids were like this when they, maybe adults were like this when they were kids. I know for a fact I was not. So maybe I'm just the different one. I was extremely uh, neat. I made my bed every morning. I never had, I didn't like messes. I would clean my sister's room. I would clean my the playroom. <laughs> I just didn't like messes. I mean, later in life, we found out I have OCD. But I mean, I, I just think I didn't like messes. So... Kids these days, you know, they'll leave a wrapper in, they'll eat something and like a bag of chips and just leave the wrapper there. They don't throw it away. Like what, what is it? Is it just my kids and my friends' kids that I know that do this? (laughs) It is maddening. Uh, My kids will eat something in the car and then put it in the door no matter how many times I say like that is not a garbage do not put your cup uneaten cupcake in the side of my door that's gross don't do that maybe I need to start bringing garbage bags with me so they throw their garbage in there but just something I've been pondering how can I get them to stop doing this because I'm losing my freaking mind <laughs> I know like we're gonna do chores especially spring break is coming up we have like um our laundry room or mud room we have a chalkboard wall and we're gonna do you know the new dog like take it out who did it whose turn is that well I'm gonna get back on chores also and keep that up so they just start helping around the house more but how do I get them to pick up like their rooms sometimes I can't even go in them I'm just like oh my god how can I be such an anal neat freak and have the two messiest kids (laughs) maybe it's like the universe trying to teach me patience or something I don't know but something I've been pondering lately and so now we're switching and I'm switching I'm hodgepodge all over the place today so for holistic health coach I'm like learning so much and I'm doing areas like um hormonal health and balancing your hormones through primary food it is awesome this is something that seriously fascinates me and well which is good because I I I am launching my one-on-one holistic health program soon. But also, I'm also learning how to fight inflammation through food and, you know, help with arthritis and fibromyalgia and celiac disease. 
So it's all pretty cool. So this week, balancing your hormones. Um, so we all have, um, we have a na- natural rhythm. Um, I'm going to mostly talk about females, so right now. So we may be letting our kids, husband, partner, if you're younger and you have roommates, um, we let them influence our day. So we have rhythms. There's one rhythm, one rhythm, I should say, doesn't work for everyone. Some of us follow someone else's schedule and then it will affect us negatively. And that will in turn affect female hormones. So also, if we have a lot of stress, stress affects our hormones immensely. We'll deal with chronic fatigue, low sex drive, um, PMS, acne, even mild depression. So I've been learning and helping people and clients and students to work at balancing their hormones through primary food. So it's more holistic and it's natural. So you're not taking medicine and the results you're, you feel more energized and vibrant. Evaluate your mindset. A lot of times females, we compare ourselves to others and we think we should be doing this, doing that, you know, doing it all, but that's actually hurting us more. So we feel like we need to keep up with other people if we're not working a 10-hour workday and then going right to the gym to exercise. We're doing something wrong and we start to beat ourselves up over it. We might feel ashamed or lazy. But ignoring your body's signals and writing them off as laziness is not productive or helpful. It actually drains your energy even more. So the mental weight we put on ourselves like shame and judgment is often more draining than the long to-do list. The female body is naturally incredibly fine-tuned. It's designed for deep relaxation and self-care. And then other times it's, it's designed to be productive. So we have to find, like I was saying at the beginning with the spring, we have to find balance. So these are some things, um, well, first, here are some symptoms that commonly appear when you've been pushing yourself too hard and not honoring your limits. Okay, number one, you're exhausted. Duh, that's a no-brainer. You're literally, literally exhausted. Number two, your sex drive is non-existent. No sex drive. Number three, you have PMS more and it's more intense than usual. Number four, you're gaining weight around the middle of your body. Number five, you feel guilty, ashamed, or even moderately depressed for no no reason. And number six, cystic acne starts to appear, especially around your jawline and chin. So how can we learn to heal the body through primary foods and bring our female body back into balance? And this isn't just, I mean, this could be used for men too. You know, men get just as stressed and out of whack and compare themselves. Um, But so how do we bring it back? Number one, we want to empower ourselves. When symptoms pop up, it's easy to feel like there might be a bigger, more complex issue. But 
the first step is to acknowledge that nothing is wrong with us. There's nothing wrong with you. We're exactly who we should be, where we should be. Um, Our body can heal itself. You can get, you know, start to experiment and tap into the endless possibilities with primary food, like whole foods, eating more whole foods, pushing out the convenient fast food or the sugar stuff and crowd your plate with vegetables and fruit. Number two, be, accept rest, you know, allow yourself to rest. A lot of us are chronically exhausted because we push nonstop. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I'm there right now. I mean, especially with a new puppy, not sleeping well, and I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> but, you know, maybe you're, <laughs> we're actually tired. So starting with the weekends, maybe let yourself sleep as long as you want. Don't set an alarm clock. And you, you might notice that you do wake up naturally without a, an alarm clock, though. But allow yourself to rest. Allow yourself to rejuvenate. Some of us will feel rejuvenated after one long, deep sleep, while others it might take you know a series to get back into balance. Sleep is required, though, for good health. So listen to your body and sleep when you're tired. You have to balance your nervous system. So most modern people spend the majority, we spend the majority of our lives in the sympathetic nervous system state, aka, you know, I'm sure you've heard this, the fight or flight stage, you know, um, that feeling you get when someone's behind you and they scare you and surprise you and boom, it's like a, a constant like state of panic. Your body doesn't know the difference between those stressors and chronic stress related to work or life. This is putting your body in a sympathetic state and it needs to repair. So when you're relaxed and calm, your body is in the parasympathetic state and that is referred to as the rest and digest system. And this state is brought on by sleep, laughing, meditation, Reiki, physical touch with a loved one. So... I start, and I know I said this before, every morning with a meditation. Um, I'm working on my sleep. So I suggest, you know, you do this. You practice self-care, sleep more, laugh more, meditate. A lot of people are doing distance Reiki now too. So that is something you can do yourself. Call, Google it. I know a few Reiki people, you know, um, there's, uh, Laura Bender, someone I'm working, I'm doing a program with right now in my business coaching. Her name's Lisa. I'll share all their Instagram too. Um, yeah, it's a great healing tool. And the more you can activate your parasympathetic nervous system by relaxing and having fun, the healthier you'll be actually physically and mentally. So both. So that's really good. Um, I'm also getting 
trained and certified in two things I have in my toolbox to help my students and clients. One is tapping. That is emotional freedom technique or EFT. And you literally tap on um, meridian points in your body to encourage the flow. And you could do this for anything. You could do it for stress, anxiety. You could do it for abundance too and manifesting. It works really well. Gabrielle Bernstein is really big on it. So I've been doing this. And then the other one is anchoring. And you anchor a feeling you want to have. And you could use, again, you use a part of your body. I've been using my knuckles. You could do confidence, um, motivation, again, abundance in this. And you tap on, you squeeze the point in your body. And it gives you what you need in that moment. So I'll talk more about these when I do more of my training. And I'll, I'll actually probably do some podcasts with them. Right now, I just don't feel uh, ready to do all that. Um, but I'll get back to what I was talking about with our hormones. Sorry, side, side uh, rant. It wasn't really a rant. But exercise or evaluate exercise. So you need to evaluate it because it could surprise you. And I think I've talked about this before. The harder we work out, the more stress it puts on your body. So that's why if I do hit, I only do 15 to 20 minutes. Once in a while, I might do 30. But it produces also free radicals. Free radicals age you quicker. So another bonus, shorter hit workouts. Um, it produces it um, oxidative stress. And it, like I said, it stresses out your body. So you need to look at it. What are you doing? Are you running too much every single day and you need to back off and maybe walk? Do more yoga. Do more uh, Pilates. You know, do something like that. They also say Tai Chi. Tai Chi is really good. So, you know, like I said, certain forms of exercise trigger the stress response. So you have to, again, check in, make sure you're balanced, gentle exercises. You know, there's also dance. Then we also want to embrace the power of community. Community has a powerful influence on our personal health, and developing a supportive community is crucial to balancing our hormones. So that's pretty cool. You know, when you feel alone and isolated, you're more likely to overeat or eat when you're stressed feel depressed, and have a lack of love and no connection in your life. So I know right now some of, you know, we're still dealing with the whole COVID and, um, but things are starting to ease up. Um, you know, the vaccine's going around more. So even if you're not going out as much and going out to dinner with your spouse, your loved ones, your family, your friends, Talk on the phone. Do that more. We need to embrace the power of community. So again, I know I keep talking about um, my soon-to-be-launched one-on-one holistic health coaching program, but one of the areas that I work with on people is burnt out because I help busy professionals prioritize their health and wellness to help with burnout. 
and all areas so they can up-level their lives and live healthier lives, you know, not just with working out, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually too. But there's a 2018 Gallup study of nearly 7,000 full-time employees and they found this, so this is even before the pandemic, so 2018. So I should look and see what it is now, but 23% reported feeling burned out at work often or always, and 44% reported feeling burned out sometimes, and then nearly 40% of workers said they're burned out, you know, occasionally. So that's kind of a lot in 2018. I want to check and see, you know, I should write it in the show notes. Um, what it, here, I'll do it right now. 2021 20, burned out study. All right, the pandemic. So, okay, how the pandemic exasperated burned out. This is... Let me quote the website. Oh, Harvard Business Review. All right, pop-ups, stupid pop-ups. Okay, so they said, um, how did the pandemic change the burnout? They don't have um, any, oh, here's figures. Okay, so the burnout, in June 2020, the percentage experiencing burnout had risen to 23% and up from a pre-pandemic baseline of 14%. So, well, that's above the baseline that I said in 2008, or below the baseline I said in 2018, but it's risen 23%, and that's a lot. (laughs) Um, But you know you hear it all the time, like from the post pandemic where I mean it even quotes it right here we're in a burnout crisis it's kind of dramatic but yeah um so origins of burnout I mean overwork working too many hours taking on too many projects I do this I do this all the time (laughs) um we overcommit ourselves so we need to set up healthy boundaries um this causes burnout um we have a lack of career growth. Did, did you know that causes burnout? So sometimes business, our business growth is stagnant or not moving how we want it to. So, or we feel like our career is in a standstill and this causes resentment and negativity. Um, there's a dysfunction in the workplace. And like I said earlier, work-life imbalance. When our work life spills over into our home life or our personal lives, that and then it will start affecting our relationship with our spouses, our friends, our loved ones, and then we feel the effects of burnout. We need to learn how to manage stress properly. Um, another thing of burnout is monotony. Day in and day out, doing the same thing, same task every day. We have a repetitiveness, and that leads to burnout fast. Another thing for burnout is lack of results. People are instant gratification, and they're not seeing results as fast, so they're working harder. 
and that leads to burnout. So symptoms. These are kind of, you know, not redundant, I don't want to say, but I think everyone knows like, a, well, maybe not. You might not know symptoms of burnout, but we're physic- physically and emotionally exhausted. That is a sign of burnout. Um, detachment or alienation from activities, headache, physical uh, symptoms, headache, stomach ache. We lost creativity, even mild depression, anxiety. You start to get chest pains. You actually do get sick. Um, We have difficulty sleeping. Some subtle signs are the feeling that every day is a bad day. You feel exhausted all the time. So steps you can take. You know, reach out to someone, reach out to people, reach out to a professional, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, practice more self-care, go get a facial, do an at-home facial, get a massage, paint your own nails, hire a health coach, (laughs) Um, find meaning outside of work, so find meaning, something that is meaningful to you. Um, Get a hobby. That's good too. So I um, am actually reading The Gift of Imperfection by Brene Brown. I got this book a long time ago and I just never got around to reading it and something inspired me to pick it up recently and start reading it and it is so good and I don't know why I didn't before but Brene Brown is really big on shame and guilt so I've been talking about that earlier um you know how to have boundaries and not compare ourselves um she's a shame researcher so talks about all that and practicing critical awareness I've also started and I want to read for fun not just the self-help, educational books and um, business books, so fiction books. So the two fiction books I just got and I haven't read yet are The Silent Wife by Carrie Fisher and The Guest List by Lucy Foley. And this is one of Reese Witherspoon's book club picks. <laughs> so that's that. If you have a book you recommend, please let me know. Again, this is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and today was a big hodgepodge jumping all around with things on my brain. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, please rate it, do a review, subscribe to my channel, and share this podcast if you liked it. If you have any suggestions or guests you want on, or topics you want me to talk about, please let me know. Email me, message me, let me know. I love feedback and I hope everyone has a great day.